These are Remarkable Stories. Hello, my name is Johannes Vollberg. I am a world traveler and I would like to tell you a story about my boat hiking trip from Germany um, to South America. I met Johannes Folbert in Port Antonio, Jamaica. He had sailed in his crew on a boat and was looking for his next gig, hoping to find work and a passage to South America. But on the ensuing trip, sweet-faced, gentle-souled Johannes and his acquaintance, a young German sailor named Inga, found a lot more than they had bargained for. This is their story. It was a very sunny day when we arrived on a sailing boat from Cuba in the Port Antonio Harbor of Jamaica. We moored up on on the pier and the first thing we all did was catching the Wi-Fi to to connect with our families and friends and tell them that that we arrived in Port Antonio. Um, We had to wait. uh, We could um, be approved to go on land because the harbor um, a marina um, security was taking our our all our passports and yeah we had so we were sitting there waiting on the pier um putting our feet in the water and then suddenly a kind of goofy funny guy came stepped off his boat and introduced himself to us and he was super friendly laughing hey guys what's going on man um, my name is Rodney like the rock in the knee and uh, he he was joking and laughing and seemed to be a really really cool guy and so yeah so we kept talking with him and he told us about his plans to go to Panama and he was sailing single-handed and and uh, yeah, and it was really tough and rough, and he could really need some some help or a crew. And uh, yeah, we of course we we wanted to to go on and uh, to 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 catch and catch a new boat to to sail through to South America. And um, yeah, and he invited us to to his boat. We sat down and. Um, in his cockpit and uh, talked about about what has, he has been up to and what our plans were. Ina and me were really exciting when we were sitting in the cockpit with Rodney and uh, he told us about his ideas how to sail to Panama together. Um, we l- when we looked at his boat uh, it was a real mess but he told us that his girlfriend just left him and he just tried to figure everything out and and repair things. He told us that his boat got stolen by pirates in the Dominican Republic. He was invited to a domino match to keep him busy while some some thieves tried to moor up his boat and get it into the mangroves. Uh, Luckily they only stole his outboard engine and he got down to the harbor in time and saw his boat uh, banging on the pier and um, being loosely uh, f- 
floating in the water, drifting, and many people helped him to secure his boat again. So we felt kind of sorry um, that all of his boat was really messy and uh, so many things were broken. And so we were really excited at this point to help him to fix his boat and repair things and, and, and to go on sailing together. So from now on, we, we worked really hard two weeks all together, Ina, Rockney and me and a Jamaican boy whose name was Terry. And we, yeah, we fixed everything. Some other boat builders from, from Jamaica, they also worked on the wood parts, on the planks, and, and there was a rip backstay, which we had to replace, and, and some winches were broken off, so I had to drill some, some new uh, threads into the mast, and, and we had, uh, there were so many, so many things. There was also, a leak in the stuffing box and there was water running con running into the into the bilge uh, constantly so so the bilge pumps were constantly running which was a little bit of a thing that kind of upset me because i was thinking what ha what's going to happen if in case we don't have electricity so basically the ship was kind of sinking but it was it was working it was working so <laughs> Yeah, then there were also two scooters which he had on the back and um, I will come to that later because that, um, yeah, that was also a little issue later on. His boat was an Endeavour 45 and the name of the boat was Our Joy. Terry, the uh, young Jamaican boy, um, who was helping Rockney uh, every day with everything and got oftentimes sent out to to get chicken. He made him always say yes sir and no sir and always had him review his his behavior in the end of the day. He did it with the intention to to educate Terry or to somehow like like a father to teach him some some manners or something like that and we didn't really know what to think about that Ina and me many evenings we were sitting down and on the other boats um, with some professional sailors who gave us really good tips on how to how to react in certain situations or in case there are some emergencies on out on the sea so we we felt that it was a risk to go on this boat with all these difficulties and but we thought, okay, it's just for a short time, so it's a calculated risk, what we're taking. And we kind of loved the adventure, so uh, Ina and me just said, okay, let's just, just, just give it a try, and we are going to sail to Panama altogether. One day, when, when I wanted to fill up the freshwater tank, Rockney made me take the diesel funnel, the really dirty diesel funnel, and I, I just said, hey, Rockney, can't we use anything else? And he got really mad at me for even suggesting that. And he, he really screamed at me and he called me an ignorant greenie and told me that it's his decision because he is the captain and that was the first time when I felt like there's something wrong with with this captain crew relation here 
But in the end, I thought, okay, maybe he's quite desperate in his situation. And his argument was, oh, we are just using that for cooking. And we also have drinking water bottles. So don't worry about it. It's all fine. Another thing that happened later on is that uh, Terry, the Jamaican boy, um, who was really, really um, excited about Rodney's two scooters, which he had on his boat, uh, he had stolen the throttle of one of the scooters and really disappointed Rodney. But uh, Rodney just straight away called the police and didn't want to talk with Terry again and was yelling at him and was really, really mad. We were waiting quite a long time for the right winds to start our journey to Panama. And one day then finally it was a light breeze and we we could get out of the harbor and it looked like a, it would be a very smooth and calm ride. We also um, kept radio contact with another boat from a couple um, where the guy was from Sweden and um, the woman was from Switzerland. A very lovely people. They were so so nice and we met them in the harbor and and kept contact and Rodney always oriented everything he ordered us to do um, on what they were doing. So if they raised the sail, we raised the sail. If they put a ref, we put a ref. And he ordered us also to stay as close as possible to this boat because he was really afraid of uh, losing sight to that boat. They were sailing to Panama as well. And they also suggested that we could uh, take a stop at the island Providencia, which is on the way to Panama. Before we started the journey, Rodney sat down with us and told us that he's really afraid of the ocean and that so many things can go wrong. And he asked us if we feel the same way. And we told him that we are quite confident that we will get to Panama. And he got kind of mad or in a way he expected us to also feel the same way and feel the respect for the ocean and it was more than respect he was really afraid and later on once we were out there and there was just a bit of wind it wasn't it wasn't that much but just a bit of wind he got like super nervous and ex like nerve really nervous and um he 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 just acted as if he didn't have much sailing experience and he didn't really know what to do so we kind of, we felt that the whole time all the time he kept on doing these authority games with us where he would just uh, command us to do things just to show that he is the boss and it was really the relationship between him as a captain and us as a crew was really not good uh, he would constantly control our behavior he wa he wanted he wanted us to walk down the stairs to from the to the cockpit in a certain manner or and hold on to things and and do it a different way than what we would do or if we if we handed out the plates for food out to the cockpit he wanted us to do that in a certain way i can't even remember what exactly he wanted us to do but it was just about we got to do it the way he wants it to be done and also later on when we were sailing and there were some decisions to be made 
about how we're gonna sail and how we're gonna set the sails when the wind increased then uh, he wouldn't he wouldn't talk with us about our opinion there was this point where the wind was getting stronger and i wanted to put a ref and he just said no we're just gonna keep on going and um yeah eventually one of the sails just ripped because because we just didn't put the ref in the right time and he just didn't set the sails right and he really didn't care about any any opinion of of us as a crew I remember this one time when he told me to keep on furling furling the line in no winching the furling line in more and more and more and it was just it was so tight already and I said Rockney it's really tight it's it I think it's enough and he just said to me I don't care what you think just keep on furling, just keep on winching this furling line and more and more. And I just did because what what am I gonna do if the captain's gonna tell me to do it? So I did and of course it ripped and then we couldn't use one sail anymore because because it was broken. So we had to take everything down and kept on sailing. Du during our voyage, Rockney was also all the time picking on Ina. He was upset about the smallest things and he would criticize her all the time. It was also when she was just preparing a small meal like a snack in between uh, the big meals we would have together then he would get really angry because he said oh this is this is uh, why can't you wait till till we all eat together and why do you need this extra extra food now in between and he would just the whole time pick on Ina with these little little things i think it was worse with Ina because she is female Ina and me we were talking in between a lot and we both just agreed that that we would just just go do what we have to do to reach the next harbor and then just go get off the boat and look for a different boat. Then when we finally reached the bay of Providencia, then we were very, very happy. It took us hours to get the anchor, which is way too small for his boat, gripping and gripping in the sand. <laughs> It really took us hours. It, we were just drifting around in the bay all the time until suddenly the the anchor gripped. And yeah, we we went to the land with the dinghy, um, went to the harbor administration office, um, put our passports there, and yeah, went back to the boat because it was quite late already. The next morning, Rockney called Ina down to talk with him and asked me to wait outside. So I was outside on the deck and I had this kind of strange feeling. So I wasn't going far away and I was listening with one ear to what they were talking about. And what I heard was that he told her that she wasn't doing enough for the boat and she wasn't working enough to stay on the boat in his opinion and he asked her what do you think what can you do for the boat and 
Ina was really upset and that was a really unthankful sentence he said to her because she was working really hard the whole time and she was all the time trying to do her best and then he just told her that she she's just not doing enough and she, quite upset she answered to him um, oh Rockney I want to leave your boat anyways your boat is a disaster and you you don't treat us like a friend when Rockney heard that he got really really angry and he started screaming at her and saying you don't talk to me like that this is my boat I'm gonna beat your bratty ass I'm and I when I heard that from the outside I just ran down the stairs and I just saw him how he was pressuring her into the front cabin and with a really angry face and Ina was crying and super scared and I had so many thoughts running through my head I didn't know what to say I just said in the most clear and calm words I could find Rodney you're not gonna hurt her you're not gonna touch her you're not gonna do anything to her and Rodney just kept on screaming I can do what I want this is my boat and she's not gonna talk to me like this I'm gonna kill you if you're not if you're not doing what I want on this boat and I just stood in between Rodney and Ina and I was super shocked and I didn't know what was happening the thoughts running through my head were well, what what are we gonna do? I I was about I was about to fight this guy. I was about to to try to take him down or to to use all the physical physical power I could get in that situation to just just keep him from from hurting this this woman. And he was so angry. He just stood there and screaming, yelling, didn't know what to do. And in his rage, he grabbed Ina's backpack and tried to throw it out in the water and I kept him from, from doing that and ho held onto the backpack on the other end and said Rockney don't do this I had these picture, these crazy pictures of what, what is gonna happen if I now have to fight Rockney and even if we can make it to even if, if Ina and me can put him down and secure him to the boat or bond him or something and then take the dinghy and get back to land to get away from this crazy ship then what would happen if he got if he got free what 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 would happen if then he suddenly managed to get out his guns and what would was this person capable of to do he had shown us his, all his guns he was carrying aboard uh, all the time he showed us his guns and said it's super important to have these guns aboard for security and in this crazy situation where Rockney was so enraged we were really afraid to just take the dinghy and go to land so when he finally calmed down and said okay I'm gonna take you to land get your stuff now and jump into the dinghy I was really happy Luckily, Ina and me, we already had packed all our stuff because we were really gonna leave this morning anyways. So we had all our bags packed and we were ready to go. 
so then once he calmed down he drove us back to land in the dinghy once we reached the land we just ran up to the harbor office and told the whole story to the harbor master and also that Rockney carried guns in his boat and that we were quite afraid of him what he would do and we asked him to please give us our passports back so that we could look out for other boats and to continue our travel and just get away from this crazy disaster ship and this crazy captain. So after we got our passports from the harbor office, we booked a hostel room and um, later we met Claudia and Bertel, the very lovely couple from the boat who accompanied us on this voyage. And they invited us for dinner and they were very welcoming and it was a very, very comforting moment to talk with them and to, to be with them and they were understanding our situation. They also offered me to, to use their dinghy to, to ride to the other boats and ask another captain if I can continue my, my boat hiking voyage with them. They really supported us and I was super thankful in this situation. Ina was really in shock. She felt she couldn't believe what just happened to her. Yeah, those were horrible five days being commanded around like a servant, not allowed to have any opinion or to say anything. Ina flew directly to Colombia to, to meet some friends. And I luckily met an Italian captain who took me to Panama. It was a very good sail, it was super fun. It was only Luigi and me sailing to Panama and there we fixed up his boat and then the real adventure started. Remarkable Stories is made by Boat Radio. It is written and produced by John Herlig and Mike McDowell. Our stories are edited in the Boat Radio studios in sunny Majorca. If you like today's show, consider sharing it with a friend or leaving us a five-star review wherever you listen. For everyone at Remarkable Stories, I am Elizabeth Shrey saying thanks for listening.